Hey guys, welcome to our Soul Fam podcast, where I interview space holders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Carolina, and I am the Connection Catalyst. I help spiritual entrepreneurs experience deeper connection with themselves, with others, and with the whole universe. Today on the show, we have Elizabeth Ramirez, a mentor for business leaders and the psilocybin therapy facilitator. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth. How are you doing? Thank you, Carolina. Happy, excited to share this space with you um, and ready to dive into very interesting topics as it is psilocybin, uh, leadership, business, soul, connection, purpose. Oh, Thank you for inviting just- me. It's so exciting for me, literally, because I'm doing similar things, as I told you before we started recording, working with entrepreneurs and working with psilocybin. I actually have a psilocybin ceremony scheduled for tomorrow with one of my clients who is also an entrepreneur. So it's just all so aligned that I'm just super excited to dive in. So I'm super curious first about your journey. How did you get to meet the psilocybin spirit, (laughs) you know, the spirit of a beautiful mushroom. And also what was leading you on the path to work with business leaders and your spiritual evolution generally? Like, I'm super curious, where did you learn about it? Like, was it always a part of your life or did you just discover it at some point? Please share with us because that's exciting. (laughs) You know that I was literally talking about this yesterday with someone who asked me like, how often should we go into ceremony um, to integrate psilocybin? And I was like, no, you... It's not at a specific time, but they are teachers. So they teach you a lesson, then they give you the opportunity to pass the test because you are going to be putting situations in your life when you can prove that you have integrated that what they teach you. And then you can probably go back and ask for another lesson, but don't go back to the, to the teacher and ask for another lesson if you haven't already put in practice this that they teach you and I was realizing that my journey started eight years ago uh, my first medicine was ayahuasca and in that ceremony I remember like, jumping from one side to the other like to the business side and then to the shamanic side and I was so confused like who am I I don't belong here but I don't belong there I'm too weird for me with my business people and I'm too business-like or I don't know, like two of the matrix to be with me, spiritual friends. I don't I just feel that I don't belong. And then the next one's like, oh, but it's because you're a bridge, you're a bridge. You're here to connect both worlds. And I feel that just now I'm realizing and integrating and like being that all this time, many times you don't get what you ask for, but you get the opportunities for you to become the person who can hold that what you ask for. So my journey has been in the business world. Uh, that's my my um, background. I used to work for a big consultancy firm. I had been living in different, working with different leaders from business in different industries, diverse projects. And then my path in medicine and my path um, in the spiritual side and connection has brought me to a place where I feel everything's aligned, where I have reached and a space within myself where I know what's my essence and how can I put it in service of others. So my own journey asks me like, hey, you're feeling all these beautiful things. You're feeling fulfilled and you're feeling aligned, but you're not sharing this with others. And I discovered that it was because I was afraid of judgment or people not believing in me, losing credibility. And then I said, like, you know what? 
it, this is just too beautiful not to share it. So I received the call for mushrooms. Uh, when I started to receive them, some of the first messages were, okay, we're preparing you for you to hold space for others and understanding that it's not us, right? This is the most exciting about this job. It's not about us. It's about us holding the space so that people can find the medicine within themselves. The guide within themselves is not something that you are telling them to do. It's not something somebody else is telling you how it should be, how you should look, and what's the right thing for you to be successful. It's this thing, this is space within yourself that you open from where all the answers come. So feeling it a lot and just with the transparency, with the impeccability that it requires for us to hold space so that people can be vulnerable enough to go as deep as they need to accomplish that purpose that they have. That's so beautiful. And so was it like the mushroom has chosen you in terms of like you felt called to share this specific medicine? Or is it that you have a very personal um, you know, relationship with the spirit that you decided to choose mushroom? I, my first journey with, with mushrooms was incredible. It showed me just the world of possibilities. But very specifically, I had a journey with mushrooms. gave me like keys. You know, it, it showed me like, you're a key keeper. So we're going to give you these keys for you to give people so that they can explore themselves. And they showed me, okay, we're going to teach you how to hold space. And I started to receive a lot of messages from my lineage and from Colombia. So we have a lot of culture from our shamans, from what has been, they have already been working with this medicine for years and they have so much wisdom, but how can we integrate it and apply it nowadays? So when I received this message, you also have to have desertion and give it a time for you to integrate and feel if that is for you. So it's not like, oh, mushrooms told me I should hold space for people. Next morning, I'm opening a, a, a <laughs> retreat. There's people that feel that and do pass it that way. But it's like, okay, am I ready? What is it that I have to study? Do I feel this is for me? Asking for the signs. And honestly, giving it to you. <laughs> I remember I received those signs and I was like, okay, I'm going to get ready and I'm going to prepare. But mushrooms literally told me, don't open a space. The person who's meant to work with you, they are going to feel it with the certainty of their hearts, almost like a, like a soul agreement that they choose you to facilitate that space for them. So it's not something that I open and I call people in. Next morning after I felt that, a person reached out to me on Instagram from Spain a person I didn't know, and it's like, hey, do you hold space for therapy and for ceremony with plant medicine? And I was like, okay, I guess that this is it. This time, because you don't look for it. It comes to you when you're ready. Mm -hmm. And that's the most beautiful thing about it, that everything is inside of you and the wisdom, as you, as, you, as you said before, is inside. So the only thing that you as a facilitator need to do is to actually have a 
um, relationship close enough with the medicine so that you know what to do in any specific uh, circumstance, right? Because people can react very different, differently to uh, psilocybin, yeah. I found very differently. Like some people would have ecstatic experiences. Some people would go into the most traumatic events of their entire life. And it's just where the medicine takes you. So you don't really have any control over it. So you just need to hold whatever is coming, uh, which is great, I think, because obviously if you set an intention before the therapy or the ceremony, then it will guide you where you need to go and oftentimes maybe you don't even fulfill all the intentions because you are just making steps towards them but I, I found that the more you work with the medicine the more you see oh my god at that time even if I didn't see that my intention was fulfilled it still was a part of what I intended to do so it's actually really exciting because you never know what's going to happen and you always need to let go and let the medicine take you and uh, sometimes it can be quite scary especially when you do like heroic dosages and by the way uh, the little disclaimer to you guys who listen please do not take anything like psilocybin at home alone and just not knowing yes. anything about yes. it please yes. find a facilitator who knows how to do it who knows how to guide you because it can be really dangerous if you do it on your own it could be really dangerous even if you do it as like a party uh, recreational thing you know it's not really something that you should use for recreation or that you should use not knowing what you're taking and how at first at least for the first few times have someone who already has facilitated this kind of experiences because it could be really dangerous like you know if you are prone to some like mental diseases and you don't even know about it it could be very very dangerous so just had to say this disclaimer but let's Thank come back so to much. the to the exciting things uh, about it. <laughs> but that's even that is exciting because now you know that when you do it in the right way, as you commit to your medicine, it leads to you. So this is part of it. I think that we're in this boom and we're having this psychedelic renaissance and everybody's talking about it, but it's so important that we're impeccable with it because only when we really sit with it and do it in the right way, we can get the full... Um, expansion of it you, we can connect with the full purpose of it with the full potential that it has for you there's people that connect only halfway because they don't inform themselves and they don't do it with the right set setting purpose with the right person they don't get ready they don't uh, prepared and i think mushrooms for example there are different types of psilocybin mushroom and somehow i personally through my personal relationship with them I have seen that they have different personalities so depending on your purpose you can have different types of features some of them are very visual some of them you're going to feel it in your body some of them are like this wise voice that comes from within but I can't empathize enough how important it is mostly integration because that's the main part that we play also in this role, we are here to help you integrate that what you're learning in the journey. And the real journey is life. No one's life has changed because they had a ceremony, because at a session, life changes when from this new perspective, you take different decisions that are going to lead you to different things in your life. And when you go through these experiences, it's something very difficult to put in words especially when you try to share it with somebody who has never done it. So there's people that have these experiences by themselves and then they try to share with friends, family, and they try to convince other people about these things that they felt. And probably everybody's going to think you're crazy because you're in a higher 
uh, state of consciousness in a deeper state of um, altered states of mind, right? So we are here to hold that space for you, to give you perspective, to integrate that what you learned through the journey. And that's something that uh, can be very difficult to navigate when you're doing it by yourself. Yeah, and also I want to uh, just highlight one thing. Do not have expectations. Even if you have a facilitated journey, don't have expectations because I've had this experience uh, with one of my clients that he expected such because he read so much and watched all the videos about like mushrooms and ayahuasca and what it does. And then he had so much expectation and just attachment to the outcome of how he should feel it that it was absolutely not guiding him anywhere like he wasn't able to have any experience at all because he was so attached to the outcome and the medicine wanted to take him completely somewhere else so then he didn't really get almost anything out of it apart from the lesson do not be attached right because like it's just if you are so just uh, controlling about what you want to get out of the journey and how you want to feel and what kind of state you want to have it's just not the way because here you need to let go and let the medicine take you because the medicine knows better than you what you need right you are <laughs> you are also your own medicine but if you take something like mushrooms or psilocybin you just need to let it happen to you and just let it guide you wherever you need to go with your specific intention. So I just want to um, highlight it, that expectations, just put it in your pocket, leave it for later. <laughs> and you're probably not going to need it anyways. You can just burn it in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with you. And I had had that experience too with people that they just don't connect, but that is the way the medicine teaches too. You know, the journey that what you said, it can be exactly what the person needed to integrate the lesson in their life. So probably if you weren't there, you would just say like, oh, no, I just don't connect with these type of things. But the lesson is you need to let go of expectations. You need to be present. Maybe the message was not in an altered state of mind, but be present enough in your now, in your here and now, so that you can learn what's already in front of your eyes. Um, yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. And I have a little question to you because you do psilocybin uh, therapy and you facilitate it. So do you give people microdosing sometimes as well? Or is it that you work with microdose uh, dose always? Or how do you navigate that? The space I hold is for macrodose, but I feel that we are not here to do ceremonies. We're not here to do sessions. It's a process. And in this process, you get to know the person, you get to know your facilitator, you build this relationship of vulnerability where you can be totally open. I feel that in spirituality, it's like what's not spiritual. Everything is a, a spiritual experience because you're never leaving the spirit at home. So we're looking just for a place where we can be open, where we can be ourselves, where we can talk about everything, where we can be transparent. So you get to know this person, we work on the purpose, you start preparing yourself, you show the medicine that you're committed, committed to yourself, committed to life, committed to a change that you want. And this is a ceremony for you to sit with yourself and be ready to see whatever it is you need to see and transmute and transform and transcend in the ways that you are meant to that your soul is driving you and this is the other part of 
what you were sharing before that like people need to let go of control and surrender to the experience or letting go of expectations i think that once you have a purpose and if you're here if you're listening to this podcast i'm pretty sure that you're a person who knows where you're going who has purpose or like that feels that you are meant to create an impact in this planet so when we know where we're going it's very difficult to let go of control because we have this like for the wheel of our lives and what I share with people is it's not about letting go of control. It's about giving that will to your soul, to your higher self, to God, to the universe, to your guides, whatever it is that you trust. You pass the, the will and you allow that which knows better than you where you're going to guide you in this journey. And then through the integration process, we also work with microdosing for the people that feel um, that calling. And also through microdosing, it's so important that we find a facilitator for these processes. Because imagine like a, like a kid, like a child, you stop seeing a child for one month and then you see it again and it's like, oh, it's so big. And you notice all the changes. But the parents that are seeing the kid every single day, they don't notice that. When we're doing microdosing and when we're doing these very subtle changes that you're not feeling um, physically and you're not going through a journey, but they are working in your neuropaths, it's so important to keep track of the changes that are happening, of the things that move around you, because when you move from within, everything changes outside to in answer and response to so what you're changing within. So... Microdosing is not a tool that's going to just make you more creative and attentive and happier. It's also a tool for you to open spaces within yourself and heal them and clean them so that you can live in a more integral life. But what people don't know is that those spaces can be spaces that are at the moment disorganized and you're having the opportunity to organize them. So for people, they can start doing microdosing and then feel more anxious feel sad, feel angry. And they're like, I thought that it was like a happy feel or a happy mushroom. No, it is something that is allowing you to become the greater version of yourself, but you need to do it in a conscious way to know emotions that are rising or the things that are opening from a self-conscious perspective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree so much with everything that you have said. And uh, I'm really curious because I personally don't really um, take much psilocybin or any other substance really that I'm guiding people through anymore, because I feel like it's not necessary for me anymore. So do you find also that at some point you've learned what you had to learn? And for some time, maybe it's going to be months, maybe it's going to be years, you just don't feel called to a specific medicine because you just simply don't need it. Because I hear a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to be dependent on any substance to develop myself spiritually. And you know, me neither, but it can be such a, I feel like it's playing on codes, you know, (laughs) taking these substances. It's like, I don't know if you played the Sims or something like that. Like I played (laughs) the Sims and you can put like a rosebud or mother load and just have infinite amounts of cash. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, cracking the code in our game called life, just taking the substance and you are already as you're already in the state of consciousness as someone who has meditated for like 10 years, for example. So to me, it's like, it's not like I need it, but I actually, you know, when I don't feel called to it, I just do not take it. And sometimes it can take years before I feel called to uh, take it again. So do you feel the same experience? (laughs) 
totally. And I'm in that point right now. Actually, um, I was feeling a call to go to a ceremony on the weekend. And I was like, oh, I really don't feel that this is the moment for me because it's that balance between having all this connection and opening to receive these messages, but being very grounded for you to integrate that in, in the human form. We had already souls, we had already eternal, expansive, unconditional, beautiful energy, a world of possibilities. But if we decided to take this human form is to have a human experience. So um, that has been my journey too, of feeling it in my body when it's a call. And for me, and what I feel that it is for people too, Amazing comes in a time in our lives when we're reaching an upper limit. There's an amazing book that I recommend. It's called The Upper Limit. You can also find it in audiobook. And it talks about these spaces where somehow you get stuck in a plateau. So you know you can go higher. You know that you can break through. But there's something that's keeping you stuck where you are. It can be financially in your relationships. It can be about your purpose, about those things that you're working on. It's like you know there's something that wants to be expressed but you reach back. Even like people experience this with weight. They lose weight or they lose body fat, fat and then they go back to their normal weight. And that happens because there's um, a part in our brain that's called the default mood network where we storage our idea about ourselves, our self-identity that keeps us there. So even though your soul wants to expand and it's calling you somewhere, if your identity is still attached to a place where you are right now, you're not going to be capable of breaking through this thing. And there was something that somebody told me last week that you see like an egg, when a chicken is being born, the egg is protecting the chicken. But when the chicken is ready, the chicken needs to be strong enough to break through that egg or the chicken can die, right? So the same egg that protects you can also kill you if you're not strong to break through when it's time. And that's identity. We create this identity for us to navigate life, for us to reach goals, for us to get to certain places. But when our soul, it's like growing bigger than our identity, we feel that we're not comfortable with the things that used to feel good that used to feel pleasant and is our soul being bigger than this idea or this custom that we have created for ourselves like in the sims so that's when the medicine calls you when you are ready to step up to to break through and when you have integrated what you needed to integrate if there's not a full body yes it's not meant for you also there's no way that you can make it happen there's people that want to go to ceremony and just, it doesn't work. The dates don't work. They don't find the person. They don't find the medicine. And they try to push it, but there's no way to push it. The medicine calls you. The right medicine, the right person, the right place. When you have the intention and when you are ready to receive the answers. Mm-hmm. Beautifully put. Thank you so much. It's, it's really great. Um, and so I have a question because you work with entrepreneurs and with business leaders and so on. And I'm curious to know, how did you find that it benefits them specifically uh, to take psilocybin and to do a psilocybin therapy like in terms of business as an area of life that can be influenced by such therapy? What I have seen in people is that once you have already find your purpose and connected with your soul, there's a call for service. 
always. There's no way that you feel that you're aligned and that you are expanding and shining and feeling what it is to live from the soul and that you don't want to serve others from that authentic place. I feel that there's a, there's a place where we get that when we stop trying to fit and when we stop trying to play others people a game, we want just to be authentic, to find our own medicine and put it in service of others. So that was my calling, to allow a space where we can go and where we can have the same purpose and work in the integration of what serves humanity better. And the way that I have um, done it is by bringing leaders from different industries with one same purpose. When you're in ceremony and you share space with others, there's a person working in relationships, there's a person working in health, there's a person healing some trauma, and you get so bounded to these people, you feel very close to them because we are open and we are vulnerable and we're sharing love. But everyone is working in their own things. When we come together with one single purpose, let's say we come together to work about it in leadership or to work about innovation, I think that this is like a round table with Mother Earth, with our guides. And if you and I come together, we come from different backgrounds, from different countries, our work is different. We are different people. But if we are working around leadership, for instance, when we are integrating, that what you went through is going to be very nourishing for me. And what I went through, it's going to be very nourishing for you. So how can we co-create from different perspectives? This is a medicine that allows people to be oriented in the solutions. This is a medicine that allows people to break through their own limitation. This is a medicine that as the mycelium connects us with everything and teaches us how can we serve others the best and that the best that we can do for everyone is to work in ourselves. So beautiful, beautiful outcomes for people that is working in their businesses, that wants to create an impact that is business uh, oriented because that's the new humanity. I think that the difference between what happens in the like prior psychedelic moment and this one is that that somehow was exploration. So it brought out a lot of hippies, uh, which were fun, but now we're the hippies that make things happen. We are the hippies that create, we're not the hippies that stay in the tree, but we're the hippies that take that information and conquer physical things in, in this reality. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more, honestly. Like, I feel like a hippie that also is very much into business and making things happen and changing the world and creating something out of it. So that's awesome. I, I'm loving what you're sharing. And I also found that, as you said, the more you connect to your soul and the psilocybin helps you connect to your essence, then all the patterns and all the behaviors and all the business stuff that is not serving you anymore and that wasn't aligned with your soul but was aligned with your head is just falling away. And then I found that people are just more fulfilled in what they do and when they are more in love with what they do in business and they are because then they actually follow the essence of who they really are and what they authentically want to bring into the world, then they blossom and because it's connected to real the real truth of them and the real heart and then because they are loving it so much they expand even more and i feel like that just 
connects you to your soul, connects you to your heart. So all the ideas that stemmed from the mind earlier, because for some people uh, earlier in their journey, they might think, okay, this business is going to make me a lot of money. So I'm just going to go there and do that. Right. But then when you actually discover authentically what you want, authentically what you want to bring into this world, how you want to serve, then not only you're more fulfilled, but actually your business is better because then you're providing better service because it's aligned with you. And it's actually like you probably your all your connections in business are better as well because you are different. And then it reflects in your whole reality because the whole reality is a mirror, right? So if we work on ourselves, as you said, it's the most important to work on ourselves because everything is just mirroring what we have inside. So when we can explore ourselves and get rid of the, the stuff, <laughs> some of the stuff, like some emotions stored within mm. our body that we have been holding for years, and then we can really connect to our essence and what we are here to do, how we are here to serve, then it's just spilling over all areas of our life, business included, because business is spirituality too. It's just people don't connect it often, but to me, to me, everything is spirituality. It's like, we are a spirit in this form or other forms, but like you cannot really disconnect. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, don't link it together, like business and spirituality. It's like, oh, it's wrong to uh, have a business. You should be like ascetic and not eat and not drink and just live in the jungle and just <laughs> meditate in the cave or whatever, right? But it's not actually how we are supposed to live now. I mean, if someone wants to, then great, like go for it. But I want to live in the world, like, you know, be among people and, and just serve and be in business and link it all together so um it's just so exciting for me to talk to you because i can feel that you have a very similar idea about it <laughs> i totally feel that and somehow spirituality can become also a box when you identify yourself as being spiritual it can also become another layer of identity that becomes really heavy and that somehow it stops you from experiencing what your soul wants to experience um, and why, why you came in this human body, right? Um, this, is, this is a very interesting, expansive, beautiful journey. And for me, the key is authenticity. We're all here to find that space of authenticity within ourselves and that uniqueness, the unique connection between the dots, between all the experiences we have had and how can you put that in service of others. I say that the most perfect system that exists in this world is the human body. So you have the heart, you have the lungs, you have your stomach. The heart knows it is there to uh, beat and to connect with the blood and make the blood circulate. The lungs are there to make the circulation of the air and transform the air. The stomach's there to digest. So the lungs are never going to say like, oh, I'm not going to breathe today because I'm very mad with the heart. Or you know what, actually today I want to digest some food because I feel that the stomach is very cool. The lungs are doing what they are best at because they know what the purpose is. The heart is beating the best it can. The stomach is doing the best they can. And it's all different functions, but they know that together they are keeping the body alive. And that's what we are creating as a society. What can you do that is your unique contribution into the world and that it's as meaningful as everyone else but that when we for me this is what we're creating when we all know who we are in our essence put it in service of others we're going to create something so beautiful and so expansive oh yes absolutely and i'm curious to know uh, because 
you know, you are working with business leaders, but you are a business leader yourself. So how did the psilocybin therapy help has helped you, if you'd like to share? How did it change your life? Um, you know, maybe some, and also if uh, you have some success stories of other people that you've worked with, how it impacted your business and their business as well, like in terms of like tangible examples, because I feel like there could be some uh, people who are uh, questioning, you know, how it works. So I would love to hear some real life stories. <laughs> First of all, believing in myself, in my own story, being capable of holding the space and actually giving my voice and, and my purpose the place that they um, deserve, recognizing it within myself. Because at some point I was very admired. I could see, for example, the people that invented airplanes. What is it in a human brain? What happens in a human brain? For you to have an idea before they invented that, everybody would say like, it's impossible that we fly. It's just engage the law. What is it that's happening in a human brain that questions something that is just there and that has always been that way? First, they have to question that, but then there's another type of human that takes something impossible and commits to make it possible. There, it's like this certainty unbeatable of to making the impossible possible and that's what I felt when I discovered that life is just a journey of expansion and experience and there's honestly there's no risk normally when you when you are approaching something that's from the soul either it goes great either you learn or either you stay where you are but you're always going to be wiser so personally when I started with this journey I'm feeling it as a project um, to connect the medicine and business leaders I felt I was pregnant I went in this journey with psilocybin and I could see the project inside my belly, like I was pregnant. And I was asking the project, can you give me your name? And it's like, no, I can't because I'm so small. You still, you could still have an abortion. You could decide not to have me. So my project is asking me, do you actually want to give birth to me? Do you actually want to create me? And that made me commit to, to my project in the moment. Like, okay, I commit to you. I commit to allow you to, to be alive and then it showed me like all the, all the ways in which a baby is formed um, month by month and how my project also has a voice my project also has a column my project has hands my project has a mind it's creative and everything around it I was like trying to see like I'm going to see it like a CEO and my project is like you're not a CEO you're a mother and the more that you nourish yourself, the better you nourish me. It was teaching me so, so much. I actually had a journey with a person two months ago. And when I connected with this person, he was sharing with me, I'm so disconnected from everything. There's nothing that motivates me. There's nothing I'm excited about. A motivation is exactly that. A motive for you to take action. Your motive isn't good enough, you're not going to be happy about the actions that you're taking. And then we went through a journey, it was a beautiful journey where he connected with himself, he healed some spaces and some traumas um, from his past. But now that he's back in his country, he was 
sharing with me in an integration session that we had, he went with his team being number 10 to be number two. He's, he's sharing like, no one has ever been in my team so connected with me as they are now, because it's like I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable with me so that they can feel they also can come and talk with me. It's like we're all working together towards a purpose. And as he's working for others, he knows he's working for himself and he's finding new ways of communication. He's finding in other people, what are the gifts? How, how are they all connected? It's the sense of empathy, the sense of the impact that they are creating. I have people that has left their jobs and created incredible innovations based on the, the motivation and the inspiration that they found in, in nature, creating new businesses from zero, creating new projects, finding and connected with partners or other people in the circles. So many stories that are so impactful and incredible. Oh my God, that's beautiful. And also I found uh, in my clients the shift that it's incredible. I mean, every time it's something different because everyone is an individual with different blocks, but always when you have an intention to go through something or to get a creative idea or to get a vision of how your life should be, I mean, always it's guiding you in the right direction. And sometimes your intention is fulfilled like fully and then you go after the ceremony you integrate the experience and you take the action steps because also it's like showing you the potential of what you can become and who you are and what your soul is and so on but then you actually still need to be a human right you still need to go and walk and do stuff and you still need to go to sleep and brush your teeth and so on but the potential that you see of yourself and how you can feel what you can sense and how you can experience life from this completely different perspective and state of consciousness can give you an incredible just insight into who you are and then therefore you can take action based on the flow of the ceremony that you've done or therapy that you've done before so it's just so beautiful i'm so excited to talk about it and i feel like i could talk about it for hours more um, <laughs> but unfortunately we don't have as much time today so um, one last little question to you if someone really vibes with you and they would like to know more of you and see your content and so on, um, what is the best way to find you? Thank you so much for inviting me here. Thank you. And I honor a lot the work that you're doing. I feel that this is a moment for us to be very conscious about this tool. Everything is a tool. Everything is just a key to open a space within yourself for you to know what's possible and to create that there's a new way of living. There's a way that it can be expansive and that you can be fulfilled, that you can feel great within yourself and create great impact to others. So I'm so happy that we have this conversation and I encourage people to have that space within themselves. It can be through the medicine. It can be through so many other tools. The tool that is right for you will find you. And if you feel that there's something I can serve you with, uh, you can find me on Instagram at elizabethramirez.co. And I'll be more, more, more than happy to answer questions, to hold space, to receive you in these beautiful spaces. Oh, thank you so much. This is so cute. I really enjoyed this conversation. It was incredible. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It was just great. <laughs> oh, thank you, beautiful. Thank you for inviting me. And I know that we're being part of a very exciting time in history and for humanity. <laughs>